0: You're listening to Once, Episode 128, Going Home, Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. We just watched Going Home and... What an amazing episode. (laughs) Yeah. That was
1: bigger than... Last year's season finale.
0: (laughs) This could have been a series finale. It
1: could have. If they hadn't tacked on the stuff at the end, like the very last scene with hook if hook had never showed up it would have could have been a series finale
0: it would have been a sad series finale but it could have been series or season finale but i mean series finale just (sighs) wow These are, if you couldn't tell already, these are just our initial reactions. So we're going to be a bit all over the place. We won't get into this as thoroughly as possible. That's what our Wednesday full discussion will be about. So in episode 129, we'll get to delve into your theories, some screenshots, some sound clips, a lot more research to share with you. And as we dig into this awesome episode of Once Upon a Time. But let's go through this as we can. Just our initial reactions here. Big thing, of course... (laughs) at the end so the regina made this new curse or or altered the curse that was coming so everyone was sent i'm trying to make sure i understand this correctly yes everyone was sent back to enchanted forest but keeps their memories
1: you know i don't know i'm gonna have to watch that again it was okay now don't get me wrong it was a it was amazing but as we got into the final moments and they started discussing all the mechanics of how everything works, which is not always their strong suit, I started to get confused. Neil came through the same way as Emma. He was not part of the curse. Why couldn't
0: he go with them? Because he was born in Enchanted Forest.
1: So just some odd status of Emma's makes her not susceptible?
0: I Yeah, I think so, because of her being written into the curse, basically.
1: Why couldn't Neil cross the town line? I don't know. See, I'm irritated by
0: that. But I think it's because Neil wasn't actually written into the curse like Emma was. So that was what could make Emma exempt, partially exempt. But see, even Regina said that Emma would forget the last few years, too. So all that Regina could offer would be new memories right so even emma wasn't completely immune she
1: said it would make it so storybrooke never existed yeah so which sounds like history rewriting but of course it was kind of in a bubble except for emma yeah and henry
0: and with fake memories now emma will never have remembered going to storybrooke or giving up henry in the first place even though that's what did really happen she'll remember things differently
1: yeah except there's a whole bigger problem with that legally. Well, because yeah, that's true. Emma did give Henry up, but remembers it differently and somehow has custody of him, even though Hem- Henry was given by an adoption agency to a woman who doesn't exist, never existed, in a town who never existed.
0: Well, maybe maybe the curse erased their minds too.
1: And then the curse would have had to have left Storybrook. But so we in, have a few logistical issues
0: in this very back to the future sort of thing marty you didn't work or your family's in trouble <laughs> <laughs> this is a year later that we see at the end it's in what we assume is boston
1: just enough time to catch up with henry's real age
0: exactly yeah <laughs> to help cover that up and something bad apparently happened during that time
1: yeah, I would have been a little happier with a hint, like a hint that, no, the show's not over, this isn't how the series ends, but there was so much hook talking. I was like, and okay, kissing. you're kind of... It was funny, but it was sort of anticlimactic, I thought.
0: Yeah, because there are... Well, like any good series, I mean, season finale or mid-season finale, it leaves us asking a lot of questions. Yeah,
1: it just answered a lot of them the moment after they were it was asked. Right. Can any of them ever come back? Yep. Do they remember who they are? Yeah, they do.
0: Well, so <laughs> the, the yeah, I had all the these questions, and then ones. there was
1: Hook, and something terrible happened. Like, oh, oh, well, okay, not as much of a cliffhanger, but okay.
0: But we got Charlie's Girl again. Look out <laughs> yes. for Charlie's Girl, which was played in the second season premiere. Of once upon a time the episode was called broken which was cool that they brought that back in and i really liked that in this episode they gave us flashbacks for different characters significant flashbacks to each one i really liked how they did that yeah instead of focusing on a single story in the background they gave us pieces that we needed of certain stories and again i think from one of the flashbacks i think it makes it seem like blue fairy did write the book or had something to do with the book
1: yeah i think so too and which makes me wonder if somehow that will have happened again
0: well do you think the book was destroyed with the rest of the curse because we saw the curse envelop it what if it didn't destroy the book and the book is still there out in the middle of the forest
1: well i don't know that it's still there but i think it will be in emma's closet and hmm. she'll just discover it like snow did
0: it's one of those things that it's like the sword of gryffindor it appears to those who need it <laughs> <laughs> harry potter in case you don't know so we we don't know about the book but what about rumple
1: well he would seem to be dead would seem so did blue fairy yeah
0: i didn't really understand what he did although it was a little disturbing it it looked like I think what we're supposed to assume is that he stabbed through Pan into himself as well. Why was that necessary, number one? And why did it work, number two? Probably because the only way to... Well, I don't know. Well, we'll we'll, (laughs) we'll explore this more in our full discussion later this week. And that's where we'd love to have your feedback. So please email us, feedback at onespodcast.com. And just put in the subject line, going home, the title of this episode. You can also call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221 or go to oncepodcast.com on your computer or iOS device and send a voice message right from the website. We'd love to have your feedback and theories on what in the world is going on here in Once Upon a Time. I think we can assume that Storybrooke is going to be gone forever from the rest of Once Upon a Time as a series. I guess
1: so, which was kind of like a delayed thing it's like we sort of prepared ourselves for that at the end of last season and then they didn't get rid of it and it was just sort of like okay i guess Storybrooke is just part of this show and it's just where they live mm. and they took so long to get back to it this year that i thought now we were going to see more Storybrooke in the future
0: and apparently not yeah i think the story is going to start focusing on two places now boston Uh well, with emma hook and henry
1: if that's boston
0: yeah uh, it's not truly Boston because no show actually truly shows Boston. It's usually Vancouver uh, because of filming <laughs> stuff in Canada. But uh, so Boston or something like that, and, uh, or New York recognizes, City.
1: recognizes, yeah, see, people in the chat room are saying New York City, and I think that makes
0: more sense. Well, that's where Neil was listening mm-hmm. to Charlie's Girl. But so wherever new york city boston someplace wherever they go basically that group of characters goes and then also enchanted forest and i think that enchanted forest bit will focus on the characters probably recovering from this because i think they'll remember and then whatever this bad thing is that happens and robert Carlyle off the show maybe that's
1: kind of that's mm, that's just bad unless he wanted to leave or something yeah or he's not really dead but if he's not really dead that would be i don't know i don't want him to be dead but that would be two deaths in two weeks that were not real Mm. and that would be frustrating so i don't know what to say about that right for character character speaking i want him to stay For plot integrity, I think he should be dead. He said a massive goodbye and then died in a huge scene. You undo that, no one will ever believe you again. I believe the boy who cried wolf is among our fairy tales.
0: Well, yeah. (laughs) Well, he does have his undoing, possibly. You mean that was it? That might have been it. Well, I would think so. And... Then he, he got his shadow and the dagger back, so he killed, we presume he killed himself with the dagger, probably destroying the dagger too, destroying the whole Dark One thing. And I think also in this process of things that we see restored with other people is if Blue Fairy could come back with her shadow. I wonder if Greg can come back with his I shadow.
1: Know. <laughs> I was like, all the people potentially that that shadow has killed shouldn't they be back
0: that's what i would think i mean it's we saw that happen or we assume that might have happened in the last episode with the um that creature that was in the cave I forgot the name already medusa oh when she was killed then all of her victims were released that's what Supposedly. they said yeah that's how it goes so maybe the same thing happened with the shadow that everyone he's ripped off. So, what if Greg <laughs> is in Neverland and somehow finds his way back and also helps? Not likely, but
1: Greg's they, the only person in Neverland. Yeah, he would have to somehow find a way back without the shadow
0: and a dead Tamara. And then
1: he'd be in a world where, unless his memory was unaffected because he was in Neverland, he's in a world where Storybrook never existed. So, he wouldn't wait. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Storybrooke not... never existed. Is his dad alive?
0: Ooh. Ooh. Well, memories. Remember, it's no, just memories. No, because she
1: change. said it never existed.
0: Uh, I'm not sure about the time uh, history changing thing. No, I think it's more as... Uh, we'll explore this more in our full discussion. <laughs> That's what the full discussion about. This is hitting the highlights and... Wow. Stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> So it seems like uh, Tinkerbell reunited welcome back to be a fairy again, now that she can use pixie dust and saved Blue. And I still don't really know why was Blue killed in the first place, but it might have been in attempts to find that wand or to maybe prevent the wand from being taken.
1: Um, I don't remember them ever calling her the Black Fairy before.
0: No, not her. The wand belonged to the Black Fairy, but Blue Fairy had it. I know that. I don't remember that fairy ever being called the Black Fairy before. What fairy? We've never met that fairy.
1: This isn't the the wand that they've talked about before? That Uh, Rumpel stole from the Fairy Godmother? mm -mm. No, this is a different
0: wand. This wand was black. The one that Rumpel stole from the Fairy Godmother. He's had, even in Storybook, he's had, he's used it. We have screenshots of when he harvested all of the diamonds from the mines. He was using that fairy's wand we've seen him use that fairy godmother's wand it's a blue handle with a kind of stripe or twist stripe around it and then the wand part the stick part of it is like clear glass that wand we've seen but this dark wand we haven't seen it could have belonged to maleficent maleficent or maybe some other dark fairy but this was called a black fairy so i'm thinking this is someone maybe a long time ago that blue fairy had some kind of dealings with maybe the black fairy created the original dark one Hmm. i don't know it's a thought but i loved getting to see more tiny tiny details of each person's backstory like how henry got the book of course this wasn't anything about how the book came to be other than just the way mary margaret described it seemed like it just appeared in her closet and it was in on october 2011 which means that that was just before henry went to find emma Mm -hmm. so he read that book and was convinced of things very 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 quickly
1: pretty much i couldn't tell if it was communicating things to him beyond his reading because i thought it was bit hilarious that the picture they showed of snow and charming their faces were basically little marks on a big flesh blob and you couldn't recognize them (laughs) and then he looks over at Mary margaret and sees
0: snow like you did not just get that from that picture well i think what he was about to say is you look just like this person in this book (laughs) the next picture looked more like her but yeah so i i really i loved this episode but oh man it's Once Upon a Time won't be on again until March 10th, is it? Mm, It's 9th or 10th of 2014, uh, but basically a long time. We'll have a couple episodes for you from now until then, but we will also discuss this episode in full depth, and that's where we want your feedback as we discuss some of these things. March 9th, everyone is saying in the chat room to let us know. So thank you very much, chat room, for that what else um stood out in this i mean i where i think this is going enchanted forest and modern day as emma tries to remember or i mean people try to get her to remember but henry isn't there to help make her believe she and henry seem to be happy having a happy life together i
1: hope that i hope that much like the end of this season or part of the season it's not even the season's not over it feels like it's over see the power of a well-planned story that's told in a finite number of episodes it feels like we just watched a whole season and it's only half
0: yeah i know
1: that's what you can do when you focus in on a story and it's beautiful
0: this has been an amazing season yeah so far so
1: yeah yeah, like little mini seasons only we still get two because this is america and we still have to do 22 episodes in a season at least we don't have to wait till next fall
0: yeah (laughs) if they had the first half of the season go like this with these first 11 episodes so well planned orchestrated acted written all of that i mean yeah there were ups and downs to it sure every show has that but i think really looking at the series as a whole this has been the best 11 episodes ever yeah in the series so far
1: Yeah, because even the first season had its slow moments because they were trying to tell one story over 22 episodes. Mm -hmm. Just like almost no story needs to be that long, like (laughs) chapter wise.
0: So I hope to see them having the same level of planning in the next 11 episodes as we finish the season and wrap it up with some awesomeness in some
1: way. It does feel like they took a pretty hard turn at the end here. And it makes me wonder if they knew where they wanted the end point of this story to be. Hmm. Like, did they know what they wanted the dovetailing to be when they started this half of the season? Or did they not? That's my only question.
0: Yeah, I, I would think that they would. Because you see things that are in this finale that were throughout the series and throughout the season. Like do. certain hints at the beginning of the season, they're then connected to this. Oh, I see. What you're like, like
1: showing Henry's birth. Yes. And, yeah.
0: That's one of the things that makes me think. They knew how they wanted to end this middle of the season when they started the season. Yeah.
1: One would definitely hope so. It, um... Hmm.
0: Which was very lost-like. Yeah. L-A-space-X.
1: Yeah. I just yeah. want it to be very unpredictable. Well you know have a i don't know like i said i i was sort of on the edge of my seat and then hook showed up and it was like okay so not as dramatic a change you're gonna get them it's like they're trying to reassure us we're gonna put some things back the way they're supposed to be don't worry don't stop watching it's not just mother and son
0: in the city from now on i thought it was going to be august in fact, I whispered it. I broke my rule of no talking during Once Upon a <laughs> Time to whisper August, just in case I was right. I didn't
1: even hear that, to, but I was thinking August, and I don't think it was
0: uh, your subliminal messaging. But it wasn't. It wasn't. Where's Hook? And so, so many questions. How did Hook get here? What happened in Enchanted Forest? Couldn't have been What's August. What's going to happen with Emma? Yeah, it couldn't have been, but it would, would have been cool if it was. August was... A little boy, again, and so he would have been cursed to go back with everyone else. Mm. Which, for everyone except Neil, they will fit right back in in Enchanted Forest depending on how this timeline is set. Because, and, and what they remember or don't remember. I'm guessing that they'll remember everything. So they'll go back to Enchanted Forest, though, after the curse and everything, remembering who they are but everyone will still be the same age, or about the same age, except for Neil. Pinocchio is a boy again, and uh, if we ever see Pinocchio again, yeah. Uh, I,
1: yeah, wow.
0: And as Sarah said in the chat room, Neil is the new Desmond. He will be our constant.
1: <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> I. They have to be very, very careful here. Because there are so many ways to make this feel monotonous in one way or another. Because if it's this time most of the cast is stuck in the Enchanted Forest at the beginning of a half season and we have to get them out, that would be bad. If it's yes, Regina came farther than she ever has. And once again, for a finale, she made a huge sacrifice to save everyone but she's evil again. That would be monotonous. Yeah. You can't do some of these things. And I, I I, have some faith. I think they'll pull it out. But they have to be very careful what things they introduce in the new year and what things they don't to keep us from starting to feel like we're on a merry-go-round.
0: I thought Regina was going to have to die. But... Well,
1: yeah, except we've seen that so many times now.
0: Well, I thought, like, she really would die in this episode. That that, like, in fact, when she took the curse, I thought that was her actually dying. I even wrote in my notes, Regina died? Question mark.
1: Oh, yeah. I thought that was going to happen, too, until, good grief, if they took Lana Perea and Robert Carlisle off the show in the same episode, that's not, that is a
0: curse. Mm-hmm. And Carrie Ann in the chat room is saying, Stop killing everyone, Daniel. <laughs> yeah. Felix is dead. Pan is dead. Oh, yeah. Rumple may be dead. Sorry, Felix.
1: Oh, I was so wrong about that. I, yeah. It, well, Pan explained they, it well. They bent the rules. Like, oh, love can be all kinds of things. Mm. Well, so most, though, most, you know what that means? Most. Yeah. Most. So does that just have to be most in a given category and it works? Or do you have to value that category above the others and then love that thing most within that category?
0: Hmm. Speaking of love, (laughs) and I think these are my last things I wanted to talk about here. Speaking of love in this episode, uh, we got to see some stuff between Emma and Hook that it seemed like Emma liked the idea of Hook thinking of her every day pretty much probably hinting and the fact that hook is the one who came back and is going to be with emma i think that hook is going to win emma's heart neil will maybe have moved on and that will make a lot of um captain swan fans really really happy but also um one of the other pieces of love that we got to see in this episode is that while rumple made up with his family and told Bay that he loved him and uh, connected in that way but i wonder if what might be coming since they're all going back to enchanted forest who else has been in enchanted forest having to do with love with one of the characters that's now sent back to enchanted forest i'll give you a hint she used to be an evil queen
1: Oh, oh oh so now (laughs) she can meet robin hood
0: yes regina might be able to meet robin hood
1: yes so they've been there year two. So now we can have, within the last year, flashbacks.
0: Presumably, yeah. <laughs> or it may not even be flashbacks. Maybe we'll get... Well, we just I mean, get
1: explanations and we just see the results. Maybe. Like well henry and emma have a routine we don't need a flashback of how they established their breakfast routine well we i just guess see that it's there
0: i was thinking that we wouldn't see modern day enchanted forest and flashbacks of this new of modernish forest. day yeah. enchanted
1: forest you might be right one
0: year ago so it might be like they'll tell the story one world at a time not like this or one time period of a world at a time so not giving us two time periods for the same world maybe yeah depending on how they tell the story because really from here they could completely change the storytelling dynamic lost had done that a couple times they changed the storytelling dynamic a lot yeah and did really well with that and the way that they did that had a lot of people asking so many great questions and then realizing at some point that everything they thought was wrong everything you knew is wrong
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah true
0: And, oh, so many ways this could go.
1: Like, we could learn the whole story through conversations in a burning red room. (laughs) Like, there could be whole episodes where there's, like, normal story and then burning red room conversations where they just fill us in. They could do
0: that. Oh, my. I don't think we're going to to
1: (laughs) Every time somebody is about to be unconscious, I have this sort of uh, irrational fear that they're about to go into a burning red room. Like, I thought Pan and Henry might have to cross paths in a burning red room. (laughs)
0: while they were switching bodies well let me tell you the people who keep us out of the burning red room (laughs) and help make this episode of once podcast possible steve johnson david newland lisa slack and amanda robar thank you so much for your donations to once podcast we really appreciate the support it helps keep the podcast running and keeps us and the podcast out of the burning red room and we know you're grateful for that because you don't want to go there again, and we don't either. <laughs> so thank you so much, David, Steve, Lisa, and Amanda for your kind donations. If you'd like to donate to support an episode of Once Podcast, you can make a one-time or automatic monthly donation by going to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. We would love your feedback for this episode of Once Upon a Time as we discuss it in full detail on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Or if you're listening to this after that's available it will be one episode 129. Please go to onespodcast.com and send a voice message through the website on your computer or iOS device or email feedback at onespodcast.com with the subject line saying going home just somewhere in the subject line and you can also call and leave a voicemail at 903 Please follow us on Twitter at once podcast and you can follow each of us on twitter i'm daniel j lewis on twitter at the ramen noodle
1: i'm jeremy laughlin you can follow me on twitter at Fleagon. that's
0: p-h-l-e-g-o-n and follow jenny who will join us for the full discussion on twitter at jenny's nook and check out the show notes at oncepodcast.com/slash slash 128 and until next time you're not a villain you're my mom <laughs> and thanks for listening Bye. podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Would you like a tissue?